Mac Voices Live Holiday Party Part 2. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live holiday party series, where we got our folks together just to enjoy each other's company. Uh, Folks were coming in and out, and we really started with no particular agenda. But as happens with this group, uh, one subject sparks another conversation and another discussion, and it pretty much takes off from there. So let's go right back and let the panel do the talking. I'm not quite sure how we got here, but you know, it is it is an interesting thing to look at, and maybe it's a good time at the end of the year to reflect on some of this. That you know, where do we stand? I mean, we're all we've all done a bit of knee jerk uh, reaction to some of what we perceive as privacy invasions, and yet we're kind of happy to have some of those things you know provide suggestions for us. I mean, how many times have we talked about Siri and some of the other services out there? learning that on Friday night, we like to go to a certain restaurant. Mm-hmm. So that when we pull the car out of the garage, it says, hey, you know, it's 30 minutes to restaurant X. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's but, that's that's interesting. That's cool. That's convenient. The thing about somebody, that, though, is that it's based on history. Like, if I do yeah. this every Friday night for six weeks in a row, then on week seven, when it's like, hi, it's this time when you normally pull out of your driveway, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is that, that this is where you're headed, that doesn't seem like, I mean, there's no great leap of logic there, right? Like there's no surprise to that. But, but if I, if you and I, Chuck, have this conversation about, you know, what's really awesome in, you know, uh, I really like going to Stark Street Pizza for their pizza. And you and I have that, this chat here. And now you spend the next two weeks getting ads for Stark Street Pizza in Portland, Oregon on your feed. That's a very, very different scenario than every Friday night I go to the same restaurant. And now my phone has decided it's Friday night. It's dinner time. I'm going to go ahead and make a guess here. Yeah. Machine. Learning. Okay. So, so two things there. First of all, notice how Kelly got her plug in for Stark Street Pizza. So she gets free pizza. Um, yeah. But second, they're not a sponsor. I just love them. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but you still want free pizza, right? (laughs) If I thought for one minute it would happen, I would be here every week in a Stark Street pizza, Stark Street pizza (laughs) t-shirt. But the other thing, at some point, they, it, whatever, knows that I want to go to Restaurant X on Friday nights. Uh I do go to Restaurant X on Friday nights. And so, where, however, it but was you're calling going, it Restaurant X instead of getting your own free food. I've noticed. Yeah, well, exactly. Because I would like to reveal where I <laughs> may, can be found. Maybe that's an oh, actual man. place where Chuck that eats on a regular basis. That's just that's just so so we don't stalk Chuck in person and show up there on Friday night. Like, hi, Chuck. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but no, you know. So, however, the information was gleaned, whether it was at a, a one-time shot or whether it was history. If anything, it says that. That in, that the quality of that information is better than just the one shot. So, and yet I'm I'm happy that it does it because it gives me information that I can use. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is where the trade off comes. I, you cannot have c- complete transparency so that we can have all these the ads we want and the convenient services, and not give up some of the quote unquote privacy. Right, 
but it should be. And I think this is part of where Apple ends up headed to accidentally bring this back to technology is um, making sure that that decision is informed. And if you want to yes. make that decision, go ahead and make that decision for you and do, you know, however, however you come to that decision and, and whatever you decide for you, that's fine. And I think that's part of where Apple is going with all of this. And yes, it feels a bit tedious to have to grant everything full disk access or say, yes, I really do want to sign in with this thing, or I do grant access to the camera or access to the microphone or whatever, but you had to do it. You had to explicitly, not implicitly, you had to explicitly say, yes, I want to do that thing. Yes. That's the restaurant. I mean, yes. Uh, let Siri use that information in order to make determinations about whatever, like you had to go in and do all of those things. So at least then when it happens, whether it's correct or incorrect, it's not surprising. Like well, you okay, may be impressed about how wrong it is, which is a different conversation, yeah. but, but it, it always has to be something that, that where you are giving that date and that that's part of what I don't like about some of the things that Google is doing or some of the things that Facebook is doing or some of the things that, that the other, that the other places do is that they're not quite as clear and upfront about it. And if you, if, if Gmail wants to do that, that's fine. But do you know that Google is reading everything in your inbox when you use your Gmail address, you know, or whatever? And and having all of that information and then being able to take that information and go, yes, it's still, I, I don't want to have to pay for email. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, that's your that's your call. And I think that's the part that sometimes gets lost in the conversation is that um, it's not about making it tedious to use your computer after you upgrade your operating system. It's about making sure that those decisions are informed. David Kelly brings up a really good point. I think that, and that's an example we can all relate to since the last couple iterations of, of Mac OS have required a lot more work on our part when it comes to setting up some of the services that previously the application said, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and take advantage of it. And 99.9% .9 of those were legitimate and, and with good cause. Now, uh, you know, I, I recently upgraded to the MacBook Pro, you know, the new MacBook Pro, and with it came Monterey, and with it came a whole lot of permissions and capabilities that I had to agree to. Mm -hmm. I mean, is, is, is that, David, do you see that as reasonable? That, you know, because that took me a, a, lot, of, a lot more time than it's ever taken before but it does serve the point that Kelly made that, you know, yeah, now at least I have made a choice to give those things access. Yeah. In the case of Mac Monterey or Mac OS, I mean, that's been happening for the last three, four versions. We've had to give permissions to, to a specific application. And in a lot of cases you have to give an extension of permission and have to reboot. I mean, and I find that to be, utterly annoying as it is anyway uh <laughs> more on the sense of of mac os why you know i just just did it a little while ago i, I launched parallels for the first time in a while and uh oh yeah you gotta you gotta enable this extension oh yeah by the way you gotta reboot i'm like what well, i don't have time for this so <laughs> I, I know it's a different a little different point but it's it's yeah it, i i you wonder why do you need these permissions and yeah i I, I wonder. <laughs> well, I don't know, Jeff. How about you? I mean, you're you're kind of quiet here, and I I would think you have some strong opinions about this. I I, I was just enjoying listening to everyone else uh, 
pontif- pontificate because uh, <laughs> you're all so smart. Yeah, um, now we'll get the truth. Truth. <laughs> Somebody's truth looking for a good Christmas Jeff gift. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, aren't we all okay? So, um, um, Kelly nailed it early on with her statement of because humans. And uh, no. and we just can't have nice things or simple things or easy things because humans. And we have so many people out there that are more than willing to screw us and ruin our lives in any way they possibly can just for whatever meager gain they can get for themselves. And so it's created this world where we have to have these very locked down systems and we have to go through multiple uh, authorizations and, and granting permission processes. And even to the point of having to, uh, to do like Dave said, where you want to use an app that you've been using for a long time, but oh, now it needs a new extension. Oh, and now you have to reboot and we'll screw it. I just don't want to do the thing anymore that involved that application because now it's a pain in the butt. And it's because of all of these these jerks out there that are more than happy to uh, to be jerks. Um, I, I remember the days when we would go out and buy our Apple IIs or Franklin Ace 1000s or uh, Commodore 64s or whatever it was. Security was never a concern because it it's... I know this kind of dates me to say this. It was a different time, and there was a different mentality and philosophy towards the use of all this technology. And it also wasn't as interconnected as it is now, and uh, that has evolved. And it was also less prevalent, so it was less of a target. You were still right. going to be better mm-hmm. off trying to bust into somebody's car than you were their computer because not everybody had one. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And now we live in a world where uh, where technology that has access to everything about us is ubiquitous. And uh, and sadly, the people that want to take advantage of that are ubiquitous as well. Mm-hmm. OK, so I have somewhere I want to go with this. This has been interesting, but until before we do that, we want to welcome Brittany Smith, who is making an appearance. Brittany, welcome. Even with your From little an handle, undisclosed you location. Ah. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like it might be the kitchen. She looks like she's in the uh, train boxcar. You're the closest. Dining, dining car. Yeah. Dining car. Dining car. Yeah. Okay, dining car. Cool. Yeah. Are you cooking or is somebody else cooking? <laughs> huh? Are you cooking or is somebody else cooking? Nobody's cooking. No, nobody in my uh, very immediate family cooks. That's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> um, I, I want to turn the conversation, sort of take this in another direction. But Brittany, you have any thoughts on all this? I know you've been listening in. Listening in ish. I was trying to finish my task so I could join you until my uh, husband joins me again. And I'll have to jet. Okay. Um, I, it the main thing I had was about the lines that if this information is already being used to manipulate us, it's sort of, that's, that's a pretty good line to draw. Um, the interesting thing about ads is that they're like, tell like robocallers or, or like, um, mm. phishing emails. You don't have to get very many people. You only have to get a couple of them. 
And so the, the, the person most likely to buy a product actually has already bought it. Um, if you want to see my collection of yoga pants, all from the same company as an example, I will use them to demonstrate. Um, and, and so they know you already bought it and don't care. Mm -hmm. Like when you've already bought it, like Kelly's example of it's not interesting, but they only have to get a few people. They aren't going for accuracy. They're going for cast the widest net to get the most fish. Mm -hmm. And I think that does work. And they're wasting a lot of every of everyone's time and effort doing that because mm-hmm. then and we attention, spend time which and, offends me the most. Or we spend money trying to develop <laughs> tools to filter those things out. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a mess. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole cottage industry. I mean, it's not even probably a cottage industry anymore. Uh, it's a bungalow at this point. Well, <laughs> depending how again, well, to use Brittany's <laughs> example, depending how wide you cast the net, it could be a mansion industry antivirus um malware ransomware uh call protection you know because everybody's cell phone provider wants three bucks a month or five bucks a month to help keep the nasty robocalls off your phone and on and on like yeah yeah. okay so let's take this to in a little bit different direction but sort of related and i don't have a link i can post in the show notes but there have been plenty of articles out there right in the last six to twelve months about uh, artificial intelligence and some of the concerns that some very smart people have over the development of artificial intelligence and automated weapons and you know things that sound a lot more like science fiction to most people than to any of us and you know should we be developing a set of ethics for for artificial intelligence is that even possible and if it is, you know that there are going to be people that are going to go around those ethics, just like they go around the ethics of society right now. So what do we do with AI? Do we shut, do we stop developing it? Is that even a possibility or realistic at this point? The, the safest thing we could do with AI is kill all the technology today and never look at it again. The reality is that's not going to happen and we will get some incredible advances for uh, for our species, assuming we don't go extinct first. That comes from a well-developed AI, and we're not even we're not even at at the infancy level of AI. We're we're still zygote AI right now. And uh, uh, but once we get to a point where where we can really get the benefits out of this we'll have some amazing things happen at the same time we will have horrible things happen because uh, because we have people that don't care we have people that do care but want to take advantage of the technology and exploit it in uh, in very dangerous ways and then we also have the the uh, the unknown repercussions of creating technology that is that intelligent um uh, but then the other side of it is, hey, you know, maybe uh, uh, someone's pocket calculator is going to cure cancer. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash macvoices. As the new year approaches, you are probably making those same old resolutions for 2022. Why not consider a new one that is both easy and important? and that is getting involved with crypto with Coinbase. Coinbase can help you learn all about crypto, 
what it is, and why it's important. They also provide a market to buy and sell crypto so that it is both easy and safe. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify or are just getting started or are searching for a better way to access crypto markets, Coinbase should be your next step. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash macvoices. Sign up at coinbase.com slash macvoices for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so please be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Coinbase for their support of macvoices. Again, because I know I brought it up earlier, but one of the things in watching some of the supplemental stuff that came with the first season of Westworld, which came out years ago, um, one of the things that they were talking about was um, people people ask us all the time about artificial intelligence. And is this something that that people like that's that's that far off in the future, basically? And Jonathan Nolan's like, no, it's really not like everything that everyone thinks that we're making up that's like far future stuff is nowhere near as far future as anybody right now thinks it is because we did a bunch of research into what those things look like now. And it's not that it's not anywhere near as distant as anyone wants to believe. But then to come back to because humans, um, you know, the other thing that I think of is uh, whatever the company was that made auto sensing hand dryers for the bathroom. And it only worked if you were a white person because anyone with darker skin would stick their hands under the hair, under the hand dryer and nothing would happen. And when that's, when, when those are the people who were in charge of the things, like you can never tell kind of what the advertent or inadvertent side effects of something, uh, you know, fallout from something like that is going to be. And that's part of the, part of the thing that, that I, that I, sort of worry about a lot and then don't worry about at all because again like it's people who are going to be in charge of something like that so you know like the concrete example i have is that um my voice as as a a female human my voice is lower than a lot of them but it's still not low enough that a lot of pe- that a lot of automated attendants recognize it as a voice because it's not male. And so a lot of voice attendant things like, you know, when you have to talk to the the automated system in order to get to talk to somebody at the phone, at whatever the phone number is that you called, uh, still don't recognize me. It's gotten better over the years, but there are still a fair number of them that don't recognize that I'm actually talking. And yeah, because I'm not a dude, and it was dudes that inv- that invented the whole thing, and so they tested it with their own voices, and so like I was never part of that conversation, and so I don't get to be part of the automated conversation now, you know. And I have to wait until it goes. I still can't hear you. Press if you need this, press one. If you need that, press two. If you need the other thing, press three, and then I can find like I just sort of have to wait. If I talk and it goes. I didn't understand that. I'm like, oh, it's one of those. And then I just have to wait until it starts giving me numbers I can push in order to interact with the system. Um, So first off, we want to welcome Mark Fuccio, who has jumped in. Mark, good to see you. Um, Hello, everyone. Sorry to be late. 
I'm glad yeah, I could be here. Interesting background. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, is that a uh, is that a famous painting that I don't know? Uh, it probably is. It's it's a painting circa 1992 of a you know, of a bar called Kentbury's Ale in Oyster Bay in New York, which was a favorite of my uh, Long Island Billy Joel, dearly departed brother, who is uh, the guy there, uh, you know, with a with a jacket and tie at the end of the bar. So. Uh, oh. Very cool. You know, we had a memorial service for him over the weekend, and uh, it's still my residual uh, Zoom background. But it's it's a great picture. It really is. good. It is. Oyster Bay that, uh, is where Teddy Roosevelt lived for a long time, isn't it? Bingo. That's where he lived. Exactly. Wow. So yeah, I mean, really the place where this is is probably about a uh, hundred, maybe one hundred twenty-five yards from where Tr had his office for many, many years. Oh, we're sorry to hear about your brother. And I, you know, I, I know that's that's not an easy thing. So, yes, hope the memorial service went well. Well, the thing is, uh, it, it's COVID related, and uh, all I'm going to say is, you know, it's real, it's serious, it's vicious. Protect yourself. Amen. 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 Um, so, Brad in the chat room, I think <laughs> he may put the end to the to this whole discussion. I robot the movie and the Terminator series. Is it inevitable? Yes. yes. Oh, good. Thanks, Kelly. That's a nice positive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm, I kind of it figured is. it is. No. Fear the worst case scenario that a human could do. They're going to do it. The weakest link in technology are humans. Allison, yeah. Allison told me a story the other day, Chuck. She decided she was going to try autopilot on Tesla. She pulled up to a light. It stopped at the red light. It went to make a right turn, saw there was a kid that was going to cross the walk. It stopped. Meanwhile, a human operating the car behind her went her. around her, hit the gas, and almost hit the kid. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Humans are the, the human, worst. The human element's always the problem. Because people. Yeah. People um, who don't like people. Yeah, well, a second. That, that could have happened even if a person was driving the Tesla. Yeah. Britt, do you want in? It's been a second since I've watched the first Terminator movie. But just because there are legitimate concerns about AI and it getting really powerful does not mean they will have the goal of wiping out the human species or sorry, I have the goal wrong, but like it doesn't mean it will take that shape because what's likely to happen in real life isn't interesting enough to make it into a movie script, but that doesn't mean it's not just as sinister. It's going to be an evil Roomba and not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, that actually would also make a great buddy comedy. So let's talk later. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, go ahead. Sorry, it's going to come in the form of of manipulation of our behavior in a way that we don't want to acknowledge because we don't want to admit how easily our behavior is adaptable for certain circumstances, and and it'll really come in that format of of behavior modification of the people in charge of the things. And that's that's the main concern. 
that I have is I mean, we, I mean, I mean we yeah, see that now. Like make paper clips until everyone else is gone, but <laughs> we have that oh. now. I mean, some people's behavior has changed as a result of of Facebook or whatever. Like I remember when Foursquare mm-hmm. was a thing and everybody would meet up and like once everybody met up for dinner or whatever, all came in and sat down at the table or whatever, you know, and then everybody took like 30 seconds to check in on Foursquare or whatever. And then everybody pulled their head out of their phone and had a lovely conversation, you know? And like, I've seen, I mean, I've seen that already. So. We, we should probably move on from it's, this topic, but you know, it, but Britain, you, you make a really interesting point though, that there doesn't have to be a sinister intent. And since we're drawing on science fiction uh, TV shows and, and movies and all, I mean, think about the Doomsday Machine from a series uh, episode from Star Trek, the original series, you know, where the machine is created to kill planets and it ends up killing, you know, it, it, there's no discrimination. It just kills planets. And so that, that those Doctor are had a good one too. Okay. Yeah, where it goes, it just goes crazy with its mission. It, it killed all the members of the crew to continue its mission. The computer did, um, which was not what they meant. It just took it too literally into a too far extreme. I mean, that can happen, but I also mean it's Facebook getting to be Skynet right now. That's where we are, and and so it's really like the word to come in the form of things like. You would you would take uh, the the Cambridge Analytics to a new to to a higher extreme? Like you see the things that were that are happening already. Those are the things that are most likely, unless we take a new turn, and then something else could be. But it still probably won't make for as good of a script. Yeah. Um, okay, so Brad does. I will give. Brad and yeah, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, I will give Brad the last word. <laughs> Stephen Hawking has a final message for humanity. If robots don't get us, climate change will. So on that very positive note, yeah. um, this, <laughs> this is supposed to be a holiday party. Wow, this got oh, really, oh, deep, oh. really, really okay. quick. Um, so, okay, so, um, you know, if, in, if anybody has a tech topic they would like to discuss, please throw it out or throw it in the chat. We'll get to it. Um, oh, okay, we have a volunteer. Um. For people who are gathering with family in whatever shape that takes this year, um, what sort of tech support, um, if it's in-person hardware tools, I would like to know. And if it's not, uh, what sort of tips or tricks or um, software options are you using for when you get together with your family? for year-end festivity. Would you restate that question? Yeah, do you mean tools, Kelly? Yeah, like when I, so I'll, okay, so the illustrative example is normally when I get together with my family, I am tech support. So depending how many people there are, like literally we've had family reunions where uh, in the before where uh, I would jokingly, but then not jokingly have a sign-up sheet where like you have to put your name on a list and then I'll call you when oh, I'm done do. with the last person. Well, it was either that or everybody comes and stands next to me until I help them figure out why they're not getting email on their phone and I never get to eat. And so I figured the sign up sheet was a better option. And so whenever Good we get numbers. together, I get all these kinds of like I get all these questions at next family reunion. I'm just going to get one of those things from the DMV that has the little numbers in it, you know, with the now serving at the top. Um, so, 
<laughs> or at the deli uh, counter. <laughs> when we do, yes, it's the deli counter. Um, so when we do that, uh, like I end up being tech support. So I presume that um, all of you end up sort of in some capacity, probably end up being tech support for members of your family. So what are the kinds of things that you are equipped with when that's when that's where you're headed? You know what I mean? Oh, I, I try to make it simple. Oh, you bought that from Apple? You know, call Apple. You know, that they'll gladly help you. <laughs> you bought that from somebody else? Yeah. Uh, I have that answer quite a few times. Got a phone? <laughs> Kelly, yeah. the most important yeah. tool oh, in you my got that? arsenal you got that from for family Fujitsu? support. Call Fujitsu. <laughs> uh, the, the, the most important tool in my arsenal for family support, boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's good. And uh, That's a good one. And the first boundary is, when you ask me to help you with your Windows machine, I say no. No. Yes. <laughs> when you ask me to help you with your Android phone, I say no. That's correct. This yep. is the right when, answer. When you ask me to help you with your Mac or your iPhone during the middle of a conversation, I say the grown-ups are talking. Wait your turn. <laughs> the grumps. <laughs> and, the grumps. Uh, and I actually have family members who get really pissed off at that. But they have learned, and now they wait. And uh, and if it's around dinner or if it's while we're eating, and they say, hey, you know, Jeff, I've got this weird problem with my email and my phone. I say, hmm. And I acknowledge nothing else from them. And, uh, and it's amazing, Brittany you said uh human uh behavior adapting it's amazing how family over the years has adapted or will adapt in the moment to me um enforcing my boundaries yeah that's fair web in the chat room says i always set on a leatherman multi tool of some kind if all else fails it has a very sharp sharp knife <laughs> or a hammer. But he hasn't said who he, how he no, uses the, the knife. So yeah, and um, uh, no Leatherman has a hammer on it, Frank. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Or at least if they um, do, if they sell it as an as a separate attachment for some of the larger ones, that's a different story. I don't know anything. But, but I would ask Kelly or Jeff. I mean, there's there's a difference between if somebody asks you, well, I want to try to figure out, you know, how could I do this, that, or the other thing. You know, that's different than, you know, I have this problem with this piece of software, in which case you should just yeah. point them I have, to that. Yeah, I mean, those the same. Uh, I have to treat those the same because because oh, yeah. the people that that I will be with during during uh, the, the, the social gatherings, they don't make those distinctions. So um, if someone asks me that, hey, how do you do a whatever thing? I have to treat it exactly the same as the person saying, um, I have this weird problem with my iPhone. Oh, well, which you should say, how, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, this is sad, but you know, it's uh, getting to the point with some Apple things that you use the windows thing. Have you tried rebooting? Because, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I found did, did you a hard reset. Go away. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Mark, I do that but, all the, that's, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being, uh, I'm just being a joker about this, but it is a serious issue that, you know, yeah, you don't want to get all these. Well, the answer is, you know, you know, socially distance and meet over zoom and, you know, then have internet connectivity problems, you know, as uh, appropriate that befits you. 
to duck but, these sort well, of questions. The, the, the ones that I like. I think Brittany loves that. I can see she's yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the, the, I, I'm with you, Mark, though, you know, because nine times out of 10, the people that I get would, would, that would ask me those questions in a situation like that are going to be Windows users. And so the first thing is, have you shut down and restarted recently? Like within the past hour, you know, then, you know, then we'll see if the problem occurs again. But after that, it's like, you know, I really don't want to touch your machine. Have you done a local, have you done a recent backup? Because we should uh-huh. not be working on your machine if there's not a backup. And they give you that, you know, deer in the headlights look. And it's like, well, then I, we're not going to touch it tonight. We're going to go and watch Christmas movies because, you right. know, you run, run the backup. Well, how do I do that? Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's a whole nother discussion. You've got to order a hard drive from Amazon and then call me in a week, you know, after you after it gets and you've copied everything over. Yeah, you know, that that usually shuts them down because they do they do understand data loss. You know, and if I do something that's gonna cost them their data, then they are hesitant to let me play with it. The panel returns for the last part of our Mac Voices Live holiday party in the next edition of Mac Voices. At that point, they share a lot of their Christmas traditions, uh, what they do and what their families do for the holidays. Some of them are pretty unusual. So I hope you'll join us for that because these are just uh, sort of fun shows right now for over the holidays. So until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Thanks for watching.